So, welcome to this thing that I'm going to call my podcast. I don't know the name for it, but and this is basically me and myself and I and my little tent and my rucksack. I'm going to Portugal and hiking up all the way north to Spain to Santiago de Compostela and basically just walking the Camino and this is going to be an exciting chapter of my life I guess or of this year for sure and because it's my first solo trip and it's my first long distance hike I'm just going to call it a long distance hike because to me it is and um, I'm excited and it's COVID so that makes things a lot easier not but um, right now it's Wednesday today the 9th of June 2021 and I'm sitting at the dinner table and just kind of like it's kind of coming upon me that I'm really 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 doing this I mean all my things are booked but for some reason I hadn't had this like yes I'm doing this moment yet so right now that's what's going on that's what I'm feeling um I'm leaving in three days on Saturday and I'm excited I am really really excited I'm really looking forward to it and I really don't know whether I'm gonna do this thing with the podcast I hope I will because I think it'll gonna it's gonna be like cool memories but I also see myself like giving up on it within two days so we will see we will see I'll obviously keep you posted and if I don't then you know what's going on so um yeah that's that's it from me for now i will check in on you later for context what i forgot to mention was um on saturday i am going to fly to lisbon and then from there on i will walk to porto porto i don't know why i just said that that way and then from there to santiago de compostela and from lisbon to santiago is approximately 610 kilometers which will probably take me like four to five weeks um kind of depending on what route i take how many rest days i have etc etc but that's just um, the deets that i forgot to mention so i'm back it's the 14th of june today i have not recorded in between as you can hear and it is quarter to seven on the point I'm in Villa Franca de Sida, I think it's pronounced, something like that. So north of Lisbon. And on Saturday when I arrived in Lisbon, it was a lovely day. I was quite tired after my my flight, but I walked to the hostel and saw some parts of the town through that walk. Um, Because there were like lots of little streets I walked along and... Lots of tiled houses that I walked past, which was really, really nice. I really enjoyed that. And then I just left my stuff in the hostel room. Had a brief shower. No, I didn't even have a shower because I just felt like, okay, I'll have a shower after walking through town. And then I, as I said, walked through town a bit and got to see some more tiled houses and like nice architecture. Had something lovely to eat like a a nice hearty bowl and then carried on walking through town but then crashed at around I don't know I was like 
I think at nine o'clock I was back at the at eight o'clock I was back at the hostel, and I'd gotten something to eat beforehand. But I was kind of frustrated in the shop because I could not figure out what to buy, because I didn't know what I would want to eat on the trail. But I did find some things and, um, yeah, brought those back to the hostel. Had my shower and then I sat on the balcony, and did some journaling while I saw the sunset and it was a really really nice sunset because the hostel has a rooftop terrace and you could just like kind of overlook the city and the sun going down over the city so 10 out of 10 recommend that hostel it's called this is Lisbon hostel haha <laughs> um very creative and um yeah so that was that day and then I had my tortilla in the evening after after I'd journaled quite a late dinner to be honest but just kind of didn't work out differently and then in the morning I got to know a nice Swiss girl she'd cycled from San Sebastian down to Lisbon so that's quite a stretch but a really nice tour and she was leaving Lisbon the next day to go back to Switzerland but we kind of had a wee chat and had breakfast together and that was really nice and then from there on I went to the cathedral and that's where like my first attack started. I had gotten my stamp the day before because I knew that the cathedral, like the stamping part, opens at nine or something like that. And I was, I had planned to be out of the hostel before nine, but turned out that I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I walked and saw lots of different sides of Lisbon it was like a stark contrast to the Lisbon of the day before basically because it was Sunday in comparison to Saturday and it was much more empty and there weren't as many people in the streets not as many cable cars or trams and it was kind of nice to see that as well I just walked on past like followed the arrows sometimes it was easy to find them other times I had a bit of more of a problem of finding them, but like not a problem, it just had to look for longer. Um, but generally speaking, it was easy to find. And then at some point, I had a little break at like beautiful benches. There were about, I think, six or seven picnic benches, all painted in amazing colors. And it was really nice under these blossomy trees. I really don't know the name of them, but I will have to look up the name of them because they're like everywhere here in purple and in pink. And I really love them. Like whenever I see them, I'm like, ah, oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. And then from there, from there on, I just like also walked along the promenade in Lisbon parallel to the cable cars, like where the expo was. I'm not sure in which year, but it was built for that. And it's really, really nice. Yeah, and then when I was out of Lisbon, I mean, I was kind of still parallel to Lisbon, but it wasn't centre Lisbon anymore. I was on a little dirt track, and that was really quite sunny, but, like, it was fine. I had my sun hat, and then I walked there for, I think, three kilometres, and then I did a, like, had my break, and then walked on again after approximately an hour of a break because I just needed to sit in the shade and just have my my lunch and just kind of come down again and then I carried on walking rejuvenated and 
motivated and then it wasn't like more dirt tracks I had to walk along but it was totally fine like my 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 feet were dusty but it didn't bother me at all and then I walked towards Alpriate which was the day's destination so when I arrived there it had been like 22 kilometers approximately if not more the path to the cathedral from the hostel isn't that long so I'm not sure how many kilometers uh, how many meters that was so when I was in Alpriate I walked to the hostel or the auberge but I was lucky to see that it was closed there was a sign on the door with a number so I tried calling the number but no one answered and I tried again 10 minutes later and just sat on a bench in front of the door but no one answered and then in my program traveler's book there was a different phone number so I just phoned that number and then there was a woman on the other on the other end of the line and she told me that that auberge is shut and I had googled it earlier like a few days before I think even before I started the trip and said on Facebook it said closed until March 2021 so I kind of just thought okay then it's going to be open after March 2021 but I guess I should have checked and looked for uh, we are open again sign. So anyways, that wasn't really the best start of the day because in that area there's absolutely no other place to stay. Like it's just a teeny tiny village. And I couldn't really, I didn't, A, I didn't feel like pitching my tent, but B, I also just, for the love of God, like really not find a place where I thought, okay, this is a spot where I could pitch my tent and no one would mind. Because there were a lot of, like, lots of farmland with animals in the area. And so that's not really where you should be t- pitching your tent. So I decided I would just walk on and kind of see what happens. <laughs> I mean, see what happens is a bit optimistic. But I just kind of walked on and checked whether I would find a different location where I could tent. I could pitch my tent. But I actually ended up at some point just sitting down on the track, googling where I could stay, and then found a place. In Alveasa do Ribateo, or whatever it's pronounced, I'm terribly sorry. I'm really bad at pronouncing names of a, lang- <laughs> a language that I do not speak. Anyways, um, I found a place there which was approximately 8 kilometers away of where I was in that moment. But I decided I would just walk there and I booked it via, like I phoned up and booked it and then I had more energy again, like a boost of energy knowing that I had a place to stay. And then from there I just kind of figured out a way, like basically through Google Maps and like the the map view because there were some little tracks, like dirt tracks that I just walked along. It was really, really nice. But also quite adventurous because some just ended in the middle of nowhere or didn't even exist um but it turned out fine i found my way i found a place and the guy at the reception was friendly and then i had my my shower and my dinner and as you can imagine my first day on the trail i had kind of expected it to be quite different because even 22 kilometers i'd kind of thought oh that's quite ambitious but I'll do it I'll be fine with that but 32 really was not 
what I had planned on doing. But I managed, I pulled through and that just kind of showed me how strong I can be. So that was motivating in that way, but obviously not in the way that I'd hoped for it to be. But then I was glad to have a bed and a shower and just a place for myself. And then I was thinking of different options of what I would do to like have a look at all the following etapes, whether there would be auberges that are open and if so, like phone up and stuff. But to be honest, in that evening, I was just a bit too tired. Like I did look up some things, but I didn't have like the mindset to really think of what to do now and really decide on what my next step would be. So I just went to bed after having a phone call with my mum and then had a good night's sleep and in the morning I was kind of restless and I think basically my consciousness had kind of decided for itself (laughs) that I would just carry on walking that day and so I did the other half of the etap because basically I'd started that etap the day before without wanting to but I did and so today on the 14th I walked from Aversa to Villa Franca de Sira. I said, sorry for bad pronunciation. But um, that stretch was quite nice. In the beginning it was quite industrial, but after that it was like on a really nice promenade or like next to the riverside on a bicycle and walking path. So there were lots of joggers and... Some people just on their day walk, other people walking the dog and lots of cyclists. So it was quite busy, but in a nice way, kind of. And then there were lots of nice graffitis on the sides. And so it was an enjoyable nine kilometers, I think that was, or like four kilometers. That was the enjoyable part. The part before wasn't so enjoyable. But then when I arrived in that city or town, I just sat down in a park because I had to wait a bit before I could get to my room. I knew that if I had a place to stay that it would just be much more relaxed and I could just have my mind on other things while walking and not only think of, oh, where am I going to stay tonight? Do I have to phone up now? Or however to do it. And so that was just perfect how it turned out. And I basically... Just went to the park, um, which is also at the water side, the waterfront, and just lay underneath some big trees in the shade and just really enjoyed the shade because I'd been in the sun for a good part of the the trail. And then I I think I actually did snooze for a bit, maybe like ten minutes, but it was really nice. And then at around two o'clock I went to my room, left my rucksack there, then went back into the town just for something to eat and had some some nice soup and a pastry and then went back to the room and had my shower and now we're here I kind of just relaxed and just enjoyed my time did some journaling looked up the next parts of the track because I didn't have the energy to do that last night and now I've kind of figured out that for the next two etapes I'm gonna walk them 
I've also booked my stay for tomorrow night, so that's set. But I do want to give it a try, obviously, because I mean, I didn't fly to Portugal just to then give up within the first 24 hours or 48 hours now it would be. And so I'm walking the next etap completely tomorrow and then the fourth into three parts or if I feel like I have the energy then into two parts kind of depends because my feet and legs are still kind of sore from yesterday from my big walk but I'm gonna do some yoga tonight some stretches and maybe that'll do something and help a bit because I think my legs really deserve it (laughs) And then from there, from Santarem, it's actually the location, then I can decide, okay, if I don't like the landscape, then I might just skip ahead maybe to Coimbra or maybe even to Porto. And I'll just um, make up my mind when I'm further down the way. Yeah, so that's where I am now. And I'm going to make my dinner now and I'll check in with you tomorrow. Good morning, it's 22.11 on the 17th of June and I'm walking along a little road on my way to Santa Rem, Santa Yem, I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm feeling really good. Um, right now I am listening to some tunes but earlier on like the first 12 kilometers of today I didn't listen to anything I just walked and had my thoughts and myself (laughs) and that was quite nice but yesterday I actually walked with Katarina and Paolo from Santarém and it was lovely to have someone to talk to and to learn some some information or gain some information, learn some things about the Portuguese culture and what they do in life. And Katarina actually works with Doctors Without Borders. So um, that was very interesting to hear what she had to tell. And generally speaking, yesterday was a lovely, lovely day. We did start with some drizzle, like a slight drizzle, but it was no problem at all. And then um, we walked quite quickly, I'd say. Like it didn't take long till we'd done the first 10 kilometers. And then I, our, our path split when we were in Plaza de Muge because that's where I would stay for the night. And they went on to Santarém because that's where they come from and um, they had their stay there and then from there on they would continue on their journey to Fatima. So as I said it was lovely to have some people to talk to and to walk with and like right now walking alone is also very nice. I mean my plan was to walk alone. <laughs> so, not a problem at all and it is raining a little bit right now but it's also a nice refreshment because as I said previous days have been quite warm and I have a marine jacket and marine cover and this morning at breakfast I learned that orange in Portuguese is laranja written lara and then nja so my orange rain cover (laughs) is very I'm very happy that I have an orange rain cover because it can be my true laranja self you know 
so a little fun fact about Portuguese language. Anyhow, I am looking forward to being in Santarém because I can then post my tent and my sleeping pad and my sleeping bag back to Germany because yesterday my stay at Paula's in Porto de Mugge um, I got to know Philippe from France he's a fellow pilgrim but at the moment he is not on a pilgrimage he is actually working with Paula at her auberge but he had been and visited her he went there last year and he shared some tips with me and also said my rucksack is just far too heavy if I want to pull through until I am in Santiago de Compostela. And as said, I have played with that thought before and also came to realize maybe camping in Portugal isn't really the way to go and especially because the Camino, it is made for pilgrims that stay in auberge. And as said, I have come to really appreciate a shower at the end of the day. So, yeah, all in, uh, all in total, I have now decided that I'm going to send the things home. And then, um, I mean, obviously it's a shame because I have such a lovely tent. But I will, I will get, to use, uh, get to be used some other time this year, or some other time, generally speaking. Which I'm also looking forward to, but... The Camino is not really designed for people wanting to camp out in a tent and I've come to accept that now and I now know my ways around standing in front of clothes overs and um, that's fine. I'm totally okay with how things are now. I have to, obviously, but you know, I'm happy with how it is and I'm also happy to <laughs> lighten my load a bit because for now my back is okay. But I already kind of, I already feel it on my shoulders and that's not, not to be wished upon anyone. Yeah, um, what else can I say? Generally speaking, um, just the conversation with Philippe and Paula was very, very lovely. They were absolutely really, really lovely people with gorgeous souls, if that can be said. I guess if that's a thing, you know what I mean? It was really lovely staying there. They had a lot of very cute dogs um, that Paula had saved from the streets. And a lot, a lot, a lot. Like, really, <laughs> so many cats. I don't think Paula even knows how many cats she's got. There were also a lot of cute kittens. And then there was a pond with some goldfish and some frogs. So it's a really, a really true casa but like a, a real homestay and I felt very at home there and I had a lovely room and then Paula's paintings are all over the place like in the house but in a nice way not not in a scattery way but in a very nice way and um, I 100% recommend anyone who's in the area to stay there I mean it is exclusive to pilgrims but um, I mean why not do pilgrimage right <laughs> so um there's that and then also Paula has this amazing barn in the back of her property that she is kind of converting and then um, when she opened the windows and showed me the lovely view it has I was really whew, it kind of blew me because it has this lovely 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 view 
over vineyards and then the hills in the background and it kind of reminded me of the Provence like it's just so peaceful looking out of the window and then the sun right, uh, sunsets right behind those hills so we, we went back in the evening to look at the sunset and then we also talked a bit and it was really interesting what she had to say and then also on the topic of um, camping last last comment on that um there's a car coming she um said that portugal is also not very safe for camping especially for a young lady like myself and if my mum listens to this she'll be like oh my god i told her a thousand times but you know how it is um, sometimes things really you really take them in once someone else says them and um, once you kind of gain your own knowledge on it like by me seeing that there's not a lot of places like landscape wise the place isn't really made for camping so yeah that added to my my decision or that added safety to my decision i guess you could say and um, that's what i'm gonna do today so right now it's still drizzling a little bit but um it's nice actually because as i said it kind of cools me down and then we'll see whether the skies clear a little bit tonight because I was told that the view from Santarém or from Porto de Sol, I think it's called, um, a little garden, is amazing. But for now, it's very, very cloudy. So I doubt I'll have a good, big view from there. But we'll see. Otherwise, I'll just have to come back sometime. Today is the 20th of June. We are walking where it's really windy all of a sudden. Um, I'm on the trail from Toma to Areas, which is actually not my final destination today, but I can't remember the name of my final destination. And I'm on my path to Areas, so that's just the destination I'm going to give you guys. Anyways, um, the last two days I each walked approximately 30-32 kilometers, so that was like a really good push for my self-esteem that I actually had no problems walking them. I mean, in the evenings and the first day, um, my feet, they were really quite sore, but also mainly because the last part of that track was like on a big road. Um, but the previous parts had actually been on a dirt track, so that was really nice. And then the following day, so yesterday, was actually basically not on roads at all. And if it was then on like small roads where they had a nice shoulder and I could just walk on that, which was a lot nicer, or is basically. And yesterday I had my first real ascent <laughs> of sort. And that was also like, it's really nice how the landscape is changing. Just now I'm also walking through a forest. Um, it's mainly eucalyptus forests here, but there have been pine, uh, lots of pine trees or I walk past the occasional cork tree and you can see where they like remove the bark for cork production, which I also find quite interesting. And um, yesterday in Toma, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, but there is a UNESCO World Heritage Site 
site which is like the knight's castle the templar knight's castle and it's in a really really amazing state or condition um i actually at first was kind of i didn't really want to go because i thought oh well, i'll see it from the bottom and it'll look quite nice and then that's it but um another pilgrim that i met along the way he said oh let's just go together i can tell you a bit about it i was there last year and um He'd seen like nice, nice areas of the castle and wanted to show those to me. So I said, okay, okay, fine, fine, I'll do that. <laughs> and I really, really am very glad that I did that because it's, an, it's insane. Like all the detailing of the stone work and like the facade is in an amazing condition. And they do redo a lot of pieces of the facade every so often. I mean, I don't really know in what kind of time space they do it but there were some pieces like some of the sculptures they had these yellow like i don't know what really what it really is but like these yellow little flowers on them and um, whereas others you could see like it was very quite fresh sandstone so it was still very yellow and more vibrant so um you could see like it had been renewed recently which I think is really, really amazing that they're doing that because, it, as said, it's an amazing castle and you can walk through it and um, look at different things. Oh, there was a lizard. <laughs> and I really, if you ever come to Tomar, I do recommend going there. It's worth the visit. And um, then, whew, walking up a hill right now. And then this morning, I stayed in a hostel in Tomar in a mixed room with like three really, really friendly guys. And that was totally fine. And then I had my breakfast, met two more guys, <laughs> but none of them were doing the Camino. So I couldn't really bond with them on that topic, but that was also fine. I mean, I'll be walking alone anyways. So just now I am walking through a lovely forest full of olive trees and pine trees and all sorts of trees I don't know the names of. Um, there's a lot of nice insects here, like really gorgeous butterflies. Oh my god, there's like two gorgeous butterflies dancing in front of my eyes <laughs> as I say this. And then there was a dragonfly flew past me a minute ago. Like it's really a bit like a nature reserve here. And then earlier on there were bunnies on the track that were like jumping around and there's lots of lizards. So these tracks, I'm really, really enjoying walking along them. And also this morning, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it had rained in the morning, so um, <laughs> I did have my rain jacket on and the rain cover on my rucksack, but I did walk along a very, very thin path with like a lot of little grass like this long grass that was kind of leaning onto the path and that was still damp so within about five steps my trousers my shoes my socks everything was like soaking in water <laughs> like as if i just stood in a river um so that was a bit uncomfortable but i just walked on and at some point i did take off my shoes and my socks and just put on my tivas and now my shoes are still hanging on my backpack 
because they're not really dry yet. But my trousers dried very quickly. So that was also interesting. And um, it was a really, really gorgeous path. I also passed a river. So there were like these lots of different noises, like frogs. And then, I don't know, you could like occasionally see a little fish. So um, this morning and so far this day, I've only walked along gorgeous tracks. Fingers crossed that I will stay like that. But I've only got 10 more kilometers. So um, should be fine, I guess, because six of them I know are through this little forest that I'm on just now. And the wind is kind of picking up, I hope. You can still understand what I'm saying. Anyhow, um, I'm really, really enjoying the walking at the moment. I know in the last segment that I recorded, I think I was a bit more skeptical, but now it's like more, more of an elevation level, like different elevation levels and different landscapes and like viewpoints and things like that and nicer tracks in general. So I'm really, really enjoying the path a lot more and my feet are getting used to it more. Like yesterday, for example, end of the day, my knee and my right hip, like both on the right hand side, they were kind of a bit painful. Whereas I don't know if painful is the right word. Like I could just feel them in a different way than I did usually. And so I wasn't really happy with that. But just now it's doing, they're doing just fine. Maybe it's the change of shoes. That's kind of a good change, a welcome change. I'm really not sure. But anyways, um, other than that, we're doing good. I think I have one or two blisters by now. But they're like mini, mini, mini blisters and they've got tape on top of them. So <laughs> they can't breathe. No, they can, but um, they, there's not added rubbing. Is that what you call it? There's another butterfly. Sorry, I occasionally pause and it's probably because there's a lizard or a butterfly. <laughs> there's like these vibrant yellow and green. Oh, they're amazing. Okay, I'll stop trying to explain it because I can't. <laughs> but anyhow, um, the weather's really nice. As I said, it was rainy this morning, but now it's dry and just a bit windy and a bit cloudy. So I'm not being roasted by the sun. But I'm not freezing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think this is going to be the last segment of this episode. I'm not sure whether my heavy breathing can be included, <laughs> but I guess that's part of walking is that when you record a podcast segment while walking and going up hills, you may or may not be breathing a bit more heavily. So that's me for today. I hope you're all doing well. I will check in on you soon and let me know what kind of things would be interesting for you. Like, what do you want to know about my trail? Do you want to know the kinds of animals I see? Do you want to know what kind of places I'm going to? Like, about the castles and things like that. I could just read what my guidebook says. (laughs) And then you've got some, some history information for free. I thought I would just add this little category of songs that I've been listening to on repeat so that you can kind of get the the vibes that I'm listening to. And for this week it is Good Vibrations by Flawless Issues. 
Yellow Light by Monsters and Men, Good Pain by Yoke Laura, um, and Safe by Monkey Safari. So, I hope you enjoy those songs. And as a little bonus, what I've also been listening to, I think I've mentioned this, uh, I did mention this at some point in this episode, but that was Narnia, um, book one. And I highly recommend listening to that at some point. It's great for travels, or like long car rides or long hikes. <laughs> and um, kind of has this amazing little mystical vibe to it. So that's it from me, myself and I. And I wish you a wonderful day.